With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The Out of Bounds Show. Powered by Superior Foundation. Superior Foundation will take care of your family. Well, with the way baseball has played, college baseball has played out, uh, we are turning the page even more than we normally do to uh, cover college football in the SEC. Now, you know the show is driven by SEC football, and we can hit some of the bigger brands outside the SEC and keep your attention, right? Southern Cal, if they're relevant, which that's where they're going, Lincoln Raleigh, Ohio State. Um, Harbaugh, even though Michigan's really not that interesting at the end of the day, uh, Harbaugh is polarizing and you can dip into that. And then we have Texas and Oklahoma joining the party and it may be in 2023 in the SEC. And that's going to be a rude awakening for both Oklahoma and Texas. If you look at how many top 10 and top 20 recruiters, um, they face every year, which is who themselves compared to how many they will. Um, once they join the SEC, right? Physicality index, compound it, will uh, will be a rude awakening for both the Longhorns and the Sooners. So we bring in Tom Luganville, like we do most every Monday, on the Corona Premier Guest Line, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. And uh, Lugs, before I, I get into, I've got some things that I want to hit as far as, you know, what could happen next this season in the world of college football. Um as somebody who has is a studio host and analyst, sideline, color analyst in the booth, is there a guy in your profession, color analyst, that you look at and you go, man, I really like his work, and I like when I get a chance hearing him call a game? Oh, yeah. There, there's a lot of guys. I, I think that um... – you know, it's funny you put me on the spot and you think about that. I, I think Joel Klatt is really good in the booth. Um, I think he, he dials it in, is able to explain some, you know, what could be concept, con- uh, you know, excuse me, what could end up being, you know, some concepts that are maybe difficult for just the, the layman's football fan. And 
simplifying it, dumbing it down, and and getting it to where you're like, oh, okay, I, I, I can see that. I think I think he's done a really good job. I've always thought that uh, my colleague Jesse Palmer has been really really good. Thought I think he's better in studio than yes. uh, on games. Uh, but, I like again, Palmer real, in studio. I agree. Yeah, yeah, really smart and and, and really sharp. Um, you know, another guy too that, and again, I, I think studio is where he is and where he should be. I think Joey Galloway is really good. I think Joey really good at getting his points across, being concise, being sharp, and, and, and having a clear understanding of the delivery and how, and how people will receive the message, you know, that's coming out of his mouth. You know, there's so many it, – it's interesting, too, because there's so many different um, guys. Like, I, I think – you know what? I, I think that um, Jordan Rogers is underrated. You know, he's on our SEC Prime package with Colt Kubelik and, and Tom Hart, and um, he's kind of understated and just – kind of gives you the sense of, of, of what it is and is very, very consistent in his delivery across the board. So, I mean, I could go on and on through, you know, throughout right. the variety of different networks and stuff, but yeah, I think there's a lot of good people out there and I'm a, I'm more of a, it's what you say, not how loud you say it type of guy. You know, I'm, I'm more of a, all right. I, I think our job as broadcasters, whatever the sport you are broadcasting, our job is to make the viewer or the listener smarter. That doesn't mean you have to be a know-it-all. doesn't mean that you have to have all of the answers. Sure. But if there's something, for example, that I'm describing, I think it's real. like I can't just go on air and say, oh, they're in cover two. All right? I can't just assume that everybody knows that. Okay, so what I would then do is I would say, okay, it looks like they're in cover two, which is going to put two safeties deep, one just outside of each hash, so now you get a visual to go along with the language. You know, I think all of those things are really, really important. I think it's important if you've got a guy making a tackle that not only do you mention his name, you actually mention his number because if they're showing a replay and you hear the number, now you kind of know where to put your eyes, right? So I think there are some little nuances and things in, in broadcasting that, that can help the viewer if you're detailed about it. Tom Lugan, Bill, on the Out of Bounds show. Um were you? I know he's got issues, but I want to focus on. I thought he was really good on TV, and I don't know how much you got to watch because you're a traveling man in the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is not most ex coaches just aren't worth a damn on TV. Urban Meyer surprised mm-hmm. me, Luke. He was really good, and I'm not surprised Fox is bringing him back into the mix. And you could say whatever you want about you know some of the things that have played out. Uh, in his career, obviously he's, he's on the field. He's a phenomenal football coach, but two, he was good on that game day show. Your thoughts? Well, it's interesting that you asked me about him specifically because I actually, when he first came to ESPN, I had done two film room shows with him and had done a couple of studio shows. And then we did signing day one year together. So I'm sitting there with him for 10, 11 hours, just sitting next to him. Um, and at that time, it was different because I think he still had coaching on the mind, right? He was he had he had just left Florida. Uh, you know the the Ohio State thing hadn't happened yet. We were just coming off of the Joe Paterno thing at Penn State, and 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 so he's kind of in a sit and wait mode. And then he actually went to work one season with my broadcast partner Dave Patch in the booth, and that that was I don't think that was his thing. I think where he got a lot better was when 
he decided that he was really going to do it, right? That it wasn't just a, a stopgap thing. Yes. It wasn't just something to have to do. Um, and so do I think he was very good at it initially? No. Do I think he's a lot better at it now and what we saw with him with Fox uh, during his time there? Yeah, because, again, when he speaks with his background, you can like him or dislike him. I don't, I don't care, but I don't think you can dispute that he – knows football or no not, right? So when, when he's going to give an example of something, he's going to give a description of something, you're going to listen because the guy's won a lot of football games and he's known how to build a college roster and, and, and how to play for championships. And so his word means something. And that gives value to Fox. It gives value to that set. Um, like, I'll, I'll tell you right now who I think is exceptional on television, and that's Nick Saban. Yes. He's good on television Right now, when you hear him talk, you hear him talk ball, you hear him get philosophical on different topics and things of that nature, he will slide right into TV in a New York second because I think he's really talented on air. I agree with you. Um, he's got a press. I think it may surprise some people, but you are right. He's good um, in interviews right now or what little um, you know. I guess color analysis he's done at certain times when they get knocked off. Uh, which is not often. Uh, but I'll say I think he's going to coach so long that there won't be a lot of runway for him, uh, just the way it is, um, on, right. on TV. You know, another guy that I think – and look, again, Urban's got issues, but what I love is he's not scared to ruffle fa- – tell me something. Give me some meat, you know, on the bone. Have an opinion. Uh, and not everybody will do that. But after you've won three natties and uh, and made a lot of money, you don't really have to worry about being the most popular guy at the coaches' convention or whatever in the hell's going on, Luke's. But but yeah, Sean, I mean, and you get it, right? I mean, yeah. it's a fraternity, and you don't want to go on the air and just like I'm very cautious of that. I, I've been in that profession. I mean, I'm not going to go on. I mean, now I look at it from a different perspective. I mean, if you've lived in that profession and you've done that before, you realize how how for the most part, as much as fans love the game and as much as their passion fuels the game, a fan, if you brought them in a football operations building and and gave them open access for a week, they would be stunned at how little they know what's going on, right? And it's not their fault. You just, you're not privy to those types of things. Sure. And so, you know, when you, so I'm very cautious to go on, anywhere on a radio platform, a television platform, and just start blasting coaches because there's a lot that goes into the equation. Some of it they control. Um, some of it is their fault. A lot of it's not. I mean, there's a huge responsibility that comes along with that, in my opinion. Sure. Sean Payton's going to be good. Uh, Sean. Oh, yeah. Sean is going to bring an opinion. He's not scared. He's not there to just, you know, run somebody down, but if someone's not playing well or they're not well coached on a Sunday, I don't think he's with his opinion. You've known him since you were a kid. Uh, yeah. I don't think he's going to hesitate to tell it like it is, Luke's. No, I, I, I don't either. And, you know, he's far enough in the long in his career. He's going to get a job. You know, if he wants a job at a, at another time. You know, the the, the up and coming NFL coaching crew is so young now. Probably the youngest crop we've seen, and maybe in the history of the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know. Even as early as 20 years ago, guys that were 30 years old weren't weren't getting NFL head coaching jobs, right? Guys that were 35 years old weren't getting NFL head coaching jobs. So now that's the way it is. So for him, what, you know, he's not trying to impress the young bucks. He's he's got 35 years on him. 
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's uh, let's switch gears. Tom Luganbill, uh, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. He joins us on the Out of Bounds Show. The SEC Insider Hit is driven by the pre-owned and new SUVs and trucks at Mack Hike in Flowood, MacHikeFlowood.com. Uh, all right, let's let's talk name, image, likeness, and 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 it's it's tied. NIL and the transfer portal are tied really, really tight and close together right now because that that's what you're seeing going on. Um, we need some guardrails, but the NCAA, which is made up of the ADs and presidents, uh, you know, they don't move fast. And so it took us forever to get here. I don't know how long it's going to be before we get guardrails, but as you survey the landscape of NIL and transfer portal, what are your thoughts here in May? I think we are on the brink of a disastrous college football landscape if we don't get a hold of this thing and, and start to figure out, number one, what are the rules going to be? How is it going to be policed? What is going to be allowed? We need to have some black and white areas, not the gray area that we're living in right now because it's, it's an absolute free-for-all. And we also have to be willing to admit, Bo, that – There's name, image, and likeness, which has essentially been created for players at the collegiate level who have developed or earned value through their production and performance to be able to capitalize on that monetarily and earn income. That's the essence of it. The problem is that's what it's supposed to be, but in the transfer portal and now at the high school level, this isn't name, image, and likeness. This is pure pay for play. Let's call it what it is. This is, here's what our package is, and our package is better than those other 10 schools that are recruiting you. So why would you go there and not here? That's, that's what this is. And anybody who did not see this coming had to have been brain dead. I mean, you, you, to, to unleash the most transformative legislation in, the, in, in college athletics over the last 40 years, with no rules, no black and white blueprint of, of how we're going to manage this, how we're going to do this, what's permissible, what is not, what the enforcement is. If you thought that that wasn't going to come with massive, massive consequences, you had to be out of your mind. I mean, Bo, there's, I had three spring games in the month of April. Every weekend I didn't have a spring game. I was in another city doing an Under Armour All-America camp and visiting with coaches, visiting with coaches on college staff. Every single coach to a man has said the exact same thing. 
when they have a conversation with a recruit, it's no longer about recruiting. It's no longer about the facility. It's no longer about the university. It's no longer about player development. The opening sentence is, all right, what's the package and what do you have for me? And this is at the high school level, okay? So now we've trickled this thing down to 16 and 17-year-olds who are now solely looking at this through a monetary short-term lens, all right, and completely disregarding all of the other things that should be in the equation of where you choose to go to school, all right? And what we're doing is if we're going to go down this path, the problem is because they are not employees, whatever contracts they sign, they can't have performance clauses, all right? They can't have clauses based on production. They can't say, okay, well, if you don't produce, obviously this goes away. Well, that's how the real world works, right? You know, you and I don't get paid to not do a job. But in the world that we're living in right now, we're going to be given 17-year-olds and 18-year-olds and 21-year-olds a bunch of money with no requirement to return through performance or production on that investment. So what are we going to end up with? And if this keeps going down this path, how many programs are we going to have left that are financially secure enough to live in this space? What, 20? I mean, because that's what's going to have to happen in major college football. There's going to be a select group of schools that can say, all right, we can live and compete in this space, and we are going to. And then there's right. going to be a massive cliff, a massive cliff, and that's where everybody else in college football is going to be. So from a name, image, and likeness standpoint, to not, to not have some type of implementation of a guideline or a rule or enforcement or penalty is absolute insanity. And I'll tell you right now, plain and simple, if, if, if I had a word in it, I would make two rules right now. Number one, you are not permitted to earn off of name, image, and likeness until you've been on campus for one calendar year. You are still allowed to have a one-time free transfer rule. I don't like it, but I don't think we're putting that pace back in the tube in terms of sitting out. So let's just go forward and say we're going to give everybody a one-time free transfer. But you can't take that one-time free transfer until you've been on campus for two calendar years. We've got to create some form of inducement, enticement to actually perform. Because right now what we're doing is handing people money that aren't prepared for it, that haven't earned it, and may show up. And now what's their motivation to perform, Bo? I mean, that, that is my biggest concern. We're gonna, the University of Texas is going to give every offensive lineman 50 grand. So what are those <laughs> offensive linemen that are out there on the recruiting landscape? Where are they going to sign and what are they signing for? And what are they going to be if that's what they choose to do? Is their motivation to perform? Are they going to rest on their laurels? Are they going to be entitled and lazy because they've already got the money? I mean, how did how didn't anybody think any of this through? Well, <laughs> it is the wild, wild west. You make a good point on uh, I'm not surprised we are where. Well, first of all, anytime you take anything not. to market, it's messy. It doesn't matter what sector. Yes. Um, and I think this will be bumpy, bumpy for a while now. Um, I don't know what the oh, guardrails yeah. will look like three years from now. Uh, I love... Uh, look, I admire Nick Saban just like you do. He's a very smart man. 
Uh, taking this to Congress is a bunch of nonsense. They can't get out of their own way to get in. I mean, they, they haven't passed a budget in years. They just keep kicking that down the road. Well, so to think they that got bigger things to worry about. Yeah, to think that our congressional leaders are going to this afternoon in D.C. come up with this aha moment on name, image, likeness is nonsense. So I'm not I'm not buying any of that either. But I, I do think that we'll get we will have guardrails eventually, but it will take some time because it took us decades just to get here, and it shouldn't have taken that yeah. long. Yeah, and we need to have better leadership. We need to have um, people well, we need, that can actually make decisions and enact them. And here's the other issue. You need a college football commissioner. That, that That's what you do. he or she does, and yeah. this is what we do. And it needs to be for the power. Look, we, we're mixing in Power 5 and G5 teams. It's time to cut that out. And, and all that, and we need to, and you're right, maybe we just have 40 teams, 50 teams end up in the conference. I don't know. The Big 12's done, so there, there's going to be some other things play out here. But, Lugs, the, the bottom line is we need to stop mixing, you know, what was D1, D2, D3 at times, and we need to have a Power 5 only college football commissioner. And that's just, and people will say, well, it's not fair. Well, Troy's never going to be Alabama. Let's yeah. move on. Life's Luke's. not fair. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is, yeah, that's the thing. Not all programs are created equal, which means not all resources afforded to each program right. are going to be anywhere near equal. We have to accept that. That's the reality of the, of, uh, of, of the landscape. And what each individual institution is going to have to do is make a choice. Do we want to step it up and compete in that realm? Yes. Or are we just fine over in this realm? And financially, you know, when you're dealing with NIL and you're dealing with all of this and that, you're going to have to come up with some major bucks. And the problem is, is everybody makes the statement that, well, eventually the, the, la- the landscape and the market will course correct. Well, yes, it may or it may not. It will course correct with businesses whose priority is to stay in business. That's right. And if they start looking at a Derek King or a Spencer Rattler or a DJ Uyunglele and they're going to scratch their head and go, was that a wise investment? Now we're going to apply that to a high school kid that hasn't played a single snap, and we're going to start paying that guy a bunch of money. The problem is the thing that may not correct the market are all of the people that could be involved in this from a booster and an alumni base that don't care if they lose money. Right. They want to be known as the guy that's a part of the program that helped land this guy or helped fund this kid. And if they lose $15, $20 million, if they got it to lose, they don't care. That's true. And so we're going to have to deal. We're going to have to deal with with that component um, of it as well. There's there's just there's so many tentacles of this that need to be addressed. And I just this thing was never intended to be applied to the high school ranks. But what did you think was going to happen with no rules and no guidelines? And to sit there and say, well, it says that you can't use it as an inducement. Okay. Can you maybe give me four or five other paragraphs with distinct rules and policies and what the penalties will be if those are actually uh, infringed upon? Because we don't have that right now. So as long as you don't have that, this is, this is the path that we're going down. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I've got a couple of minutes here. Tom Luganbill on the Corona Premier Guest Line. I want to switch gears. Uh, give, me your, give me your preseason top four going into 2022. I'd probably say Alabama, Ohio State. Um, I, I still have Georgia in the top four. I don't know if I would have them at three. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a surprise team Uh-oh. that you're going to go, wait a minute. Come on, man. Utah. Wow. Utah has everybody back. And they are really good on defense. The quarterback became a difference maker last year for them. And with their schedule, they could find themselves not only being maybe in the top seven or eight of a preseason poll, they could find themselves climbing up. I mean, they they really, really could. I firmly believe that. And if the quarterback position at Clemson gets fixed, they are a top four overall roster profile. I had them in the bowl game. And for all of the bad things that happened to them, injuries, opt-out, DJ being ineffective, they made so much progress because of the guys that they ended up playing with that they didn't think they were going to have to, that now have a bunch of experience. If the quarterback position gets ironed out, they're going to be really, really good again. Who will it be at Clemson if it's not DJ? I think it's going to be Cade Klubnick, the uh, true freshman out of Texas. It's a mid-year enrollee. And in my opinion, the one thing he has to do to win the job is just be more accurate because that's the problem with DJ. He sprays the ball around, can't make the routine throws, wildly inconsistent. And, you know, let's call it what it is. Dabo and that staff deserve a lot of credit because they hit on like four guys in a row and every one of them was an accurate passer that put the ball where it needed to be. That's true. That's true. And for our listeners, Utah, opens up with Florida this year. And Napier's going to make them better and fast. And Kyle Winningham's been a phenomenal coach, as Lugs was referring to, for years. I mean, they're so technically sound and line of scrimmage and do all the things right. So that's one to keep an eye on week one. Utah and Florida could be one hell of a football game. Tom Luganbill, thank you, buddy. Have a good week. You bet. Be good. Tom Luganbill, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. He joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. Show is driven by your next pre-owned SUV or truck at Mack Hike in Flowood. Visit Mack.com. 
MacHikeFlowwood.com. That's MacHikeFlowwood.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.